God's Word is a lamp unto our feet and a light unto our path. As the circumstances of the world become more extreme and confusing, we must tune our ears to the voice of our Heavenly Father. His revelation is essential to navigate the road ahead. Welcome to Current Affairs with Sam Soul. As we resume our messages on the book of Revelation, we want to develop further the economies of two kingdoms. You know, sometimes things that are true are so obviously in front of us that we don't see them. What is the mark of the beast about, really? It's about economies that are designed for control. Now, it is, it is uh, significant that we put this principle back into the Scriptures. Because if we don't, you see, we will do what we have traditionally done will interpret things willy-nilly. And the alternative to interpreting the scriptures from within the context of scripture is to simply make it up as we go along. And the strength of that is its appeal, its logical appeal to the mindsets of people in any given age. So if we're pulling things out of thin air, the basic proof that we rely on to sell these ideas to the general population is that it's logical, it makes sense uh, to a population at a particular moment in history, and people agree. But nothing is advanced by the agreement of people when it comes to understanding Scripture. When it comes to understanding Scripture, it is revelation from the mind of God via the Holy Spirit to the spirit of mankind. It's really why the various conspiracy theories that have racked the the church in its present day have been so successful. They basically take the position, don't you think that it is like this? When this current round began, there was this fellow, I don't know where he's from, he had an English accent, and he talked about his involvement with the development of 5G, uh, the the new high-speed internet. And I remember hearing this message, in fact it was sent to me by some folks from South Africa. Uh, Then it ended up coming to me via other sources as well, such as people from the Caribbean, lots of people from here in the US. And it, it was nearly a momentary panic for people. And shockingly, preachers I know were sending me this uh, recording and asking me, well, what do you think? Well, I laughed it off at the moment and I said, in my reply, I said, this is the kind of silliness 
that passes for the prophetic in our time. We have watched as thousands of prophets or so-called prophets who may in fact have had a gift of prophecy but it was not informed by the spirit of understanding or went all in on the Donald Trump fiasco and proclaimed him uh, God's man for the moment. One, one of these erstwhile prophets actually dubbed him uh, Cyrus and I wouldn't have believed it but for the fact that I saw it myself. And they all went along with this don't you just think that approach. Here is what the scriptures say, verse 18 of the book of Revelation, the 13th chapter says, Here is wisdom, let him who has understanding calculate the number of the beast, for it is the number of a man, his number is six, 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 three sixes. Now, the spirit of understanding, wisdom and understanding go together. They are two of the seven spirits of God. According to uh, Isaiah 11 that speaks of the, 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 the Lord Jesus Christ clothed with the seven characteristics of the Holy Spirit. His shoot will come up from the stump of Jesse and from his roots a branch will form. The Spirit of the Lord shall be upon him, the Spirit of wisdom, knowledge, understanding, counsel, power, and the fear of the Lord. And this is what is said after. It is said, He shall not judge by the seeing of the eye, the natural eyes, or by the hearing of the ears. In other words, he's not persuaded by the five senses. Why? Because this form of understanding doesn't care about consensus among the people. Don't you all just think that? Or don't you just believe that? It's this kind of foolishness that has caused the church to come into its present debacle and it is an unmitigated disaster. Only the most optimistic thinks that there is a chance of recovering from this. So what has happened of course is the church has gone silent, licking their wounds as they did uh, after Y2K and blindness, darkness has descended and replaced the enthusiasm of the mercenary prophetic that once ruled. And that is all good, that is all good. I'm not rejoicing that certain ones fell, I'm rejoicing that the corruption they represented has been exposed. Look, this isn't about speaking ill of, of these people, this is about getting back to 
understanding what the Spirit is saying to the church. For the Spirit said, Here is wisdom. Let him who has understanding calculate the number of the beast. Now that word calculate is related to a way that the Greeks determined who won an election. So it's not about uh, getting out your um, sophisticated computer program to calculate. That's, that's been done. It was called 88 Reasons Why Jesus Was Coming Back in 88. And this was written by some fellow who, was, uh, who claimed scientific credentials. No, it's not that. It's not that. The Son of God does not speak by the seeing of the eye or the hearing of the ear. He's not moved by consensus or by rational thought. He's informed by the spirit of wisdom, knowledge, and understanding. Therefore, counsel flows out of this. We, are, we should be exhausted and exasperated by the attempts to, to cipher what the number of the beast is. Now I've already laid it out for you, but I want to delve much further into it to make it impossible to deny that it is so. And that based upon what the scriptures have to say. So we'll put the number of the beast back into the context in which it arises here in the book of Revelation, the 13th chapter. And that is, he causes all, both small and great, rich and poor, slave and free, to receive a mark on their right hand or on their foreheads, and that no one may buy or sell except for one who has the mark or the name of the beast or the number of the name. So you see, it's not just the, the mark, it's the number and it is the, uh, the number of the name, the name of the beast, and the mark of the beast. These are the three things. So an association with the beast and this number or name um, this mark is on the right hand and on the forehead. All right, I want to come back to that because the right hand, of course, is the strength with which one works and the forehead is the mind that determines what it is that ought to be pursued. But before we go to that, I want to talk about the word calculate. Let him calculate the number of the beast. This again isn't about computer programs and hidden information. It's the word that references the term discern. Now it works like this. The term that is used there to speak of calculating the number of the beast references the manner in which uh, the, the, uh, a candidate was selected in an election. It really is the word arithmos. We get the word arithmetic 
from it, and failing to understand its context, we'll think that it, it is a thing we can calculate by computers. But it's not. The arithmos in question there, <coughs> pardon me, was when an election was being conducted in, in a Greek uh, context, in an everyday Greek context. Each of the candidates from whom the selection was to be made had an urn, an urn with uh, the name of the candidate by that urn, and the administrator of the election had a stack of pebbles. Everyone qualified to vote would come forward and would be given a pebble. That person would deposit the pebble in the urn with the name of the candidate of his choice. When it was over, when, when all the voting had been done, the clerk who's, who was attending to and overseeing the electoral process would, in the presence of all, upend each of the urns in turn and would count the number of the pebbles and compare them to each other to determine who had the most pebbles. Now, what was the process designed to do? The process was designed to have the judge discern what the choice of the voters was. So it was a means for discerning. Now, no one gets to put pebbles out as to whether it was this person or this person or this person. Look, if you're going to go down that road, you know, when, when I was much younger, um, they, the, the big thing back then was whether or not it was Henry Kissinger or uh, Prince Charles of England or who else did they think up? Incredibly, incredibly foolish things. You see, these conspiracy theories are just constantly morphing. They have their like kind 40 years ago, and before that, it, they had their like kind 100 years ago. This is not the way. When you go, when you go about it this way, you're reduced to this. Do you think that it's so-and-so? Do you think it's Bill Clinton? Do you think it is um, Donald Trump? Do you think it's this or that or the other? Do you think it's Bill Gates? This is utter rubbish. It's garbage. This is speculation. And it's not what is meant by calculate the number of the beast. Arithmos was used here in this context to discern 
what the popular will was. So the meaning of the word calculate is discern. But prior to talking about calculating, he had already used two, two other terms. Men of understanding, here is wisdom and understanding. So it had to do with those who had wisdom and understanding. Now there are two types of wisdom and it gives rise to two different forms of understanding. There's the wisdom that is from below, from the carnal mind and it's carnal, sensual and devilish. This is the wisdom of the sons of Greece. Then there's a wisdom that is from above, that is pure and delightful because it comes down from the Father and it produced the light of understanding. Two different sources, one from the people, the other from God. You can never discern what the meaning of the name, the number or the mark are, you can never discern that based upon a starting point of the will of the people. You cannot. If you do, and those who have are deceivers because they do not have what it takes. It takes wisdom from God and understanding two characteristics that are of the Holy Spirit. And in that regard, we are like Christ who does not judge by the hearing of the ear or the seeing of the eye. In other words, uninformed by the senses. Think of the stupidity that has attended the prophetic forever, in, in, our, in our lifetime anyhow. Um, when it spoke of, and we dealt with this earlier, when it spoke of the, uh, the locusts and the sound of their wings was like horses preparing for battle the folly of carnal men uh, speaking to the understanding of these things was, that sounds like the biblical version of helicopters. This is trash prophecy. I don't know how to, I, I really do not have the language and I'm typically not at a loss for words, but I don't have the language to describe the abject folly of approaching scripture and prophetic scripture in particular this way. And yet this is the garbage you've been fed for so long. Stop, stop believing this nonsense. It's worse than nonsense. But the language that, that would shock you I'm not permitted to use nor am I inclined anyway to use that kind of language. But in the, in the most profound way, I want to awaken you to the fact that so much of what passes for prophecy today, it's worthless garbage. And that's why the people walk around in darkness. That's why these characters sell books 
I remember this one woman, she was always going to conferences, always reading the next book. One time she owned a bookstore. She would always run up to me, you know, whether so-and-so had written a new book, that she would run up to me and hand me the book and say, I just think this is so amazing. I want to know what you think. And I'd read the thing and think, this is garbage. When, when 9-11 came, some particular witless fellow wrote this book about all the symbols in 9-11, the bombing of the World Trade Center, wrote a book about it. <laughs> you know, nobody goes back and says, you know, you were wrong. Haggy's blood moons, for example. Who holds people like this accountable? Absolute garbage. You know, eventually you find them in sale bins in Christian bookstores. I am making a mockery, intentionally so, of these works because they're not based in Scripture, they're based in conjecture and they depend upon an uneducated people to rush, run after them and buy them and they come to nothing and nobody follows up and says, Heggie's blood moon was garbage. It ought to be thrown in the waste basket because it has no greater value than that. Or, or uh, so much of the, what was his name? His wife's name was Rexella. Uh, you know, uh, sold millions perhaps of copies of this foolishness always had some configuration of the European Union. Jack Van Impey, that's, that's the fellow. <laughs> I mean, my goodness, uh, ha, is not our stomach sick of this garbage prophetic? What of any of it has come to pass? And by now, it should all have come to pass. And yet, that's what's in the way. It's blocking people's minds for the understanding of what is true. I would say, based on Scripture, that the God of this world has blinded their minds. Otherwise, they would hear and see. But it's because, by and large, the present church is biblically illiterate. I understand when we say these things, we're not trying to gain friends and influence people. I'm just wishing to sound an alarm. You're going in the wrong direction. Stop. If you don't, these things will be right in front of you. Biblical things will be right in front of you and you won't be able to see it. Like right now, for example, there's a great falling away. It isn't that people are stopping going to church. It is that the church is going in the wrong direction. It's actually that the truth is being revealed and whenever the truth is revealed, it always judges the error. 
Broad is the way that leads to destruction, and many there be that find it. But they will turn and rend you if you tell them the truth. So in truth, I'm only speaking to a remnant of people, people who have eyes to see and ears to hear. Five of ten virgins. I'm not really speaking to the foolish ones, they're still sleeping. They cannot be awakened out of this slumber of folly. So calculate means discern, discern. And you discern by the spirit of wisdom and you discern by the spirit of understanding, characteristics unique to the Holy Spirit and not the wisdom of this age like unto the wisdom of Greece that opposes the sons of Zion. But the model, let's move on, the model is one of economics. The small and great, rich and poor, slave and free, in order to buy or sell, must receive the mark of the beast. Now, that's one of two planks that I wish to develop going forward as we understand exactly what is implied in the number of the beast. So uh, the, the intent here is to create an economic system to entrap even, to entrap without exception, small or great, bond or free, uh, rich or poor, everybody's caught up in this, except those in chapter 14, this is chapter 13, the very end of Revelation 13, except those who have the name and the mark of the Father on their foreheads, which is to say their mindsets are different. Now. Here at the very end of this broadcast, I want to reintroduce something that I said when we left last. And that is, there are two economies, one economy of the seventh day and another economy of the sixth day. Because the conflict is between economies. Economy is the weapon. The weapon of the enemy is to inveigle, it is to intimidate, it is to threaten with survival, with participation in an economic system. And you will notice that this economy wages war against the saints. So here is the tension then going forward. Those with a mindset that can be uh, intimidated, whose labor has been co-opted, who live by the sweat of their brow, they receive, they, they acknowledge the supremacy of this economic system and live in it. And it, this economic system, and those who are in it, 
and primarily the beast whose weapon it is, then wages war against the saints. Now, as we conclude this message, is this a new thing? Or is this the oldest of things? Let's go back to Cain and Abel and the economies of the sixth day and the economy of the seventh day and see what happens when the two economies are in the earth at the same time. I'm Sam Solon. Uh, Let's continue to unpack the mystery. I'll I'll see you then. Bye-bye.